When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money you know back in the day and this will date me they used to call these live remotes we're doing a live remote back then it was a big deal to do a live remote on radio means meant setting up the the marty truck the microwave truck or bringing in i remember i used to do this i'm gonna tell you who's sitting next to me in a minute i used to do this I have one machine to get the sound of the station. Before, they were three machines the size of a suitcase. You had to get on three different phone lines. So times have changed. Got to love the technology. Hey, everybody, welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cock is in the next room introducing or will soon be introducing uh, the next guest at Retire Meet, Weston Wellington. You can go hear his presentation. Just sign up at Retire Meet. You can watch it online. But with me now is a gentleman who just spoke at Retire Meet. A gentleman to whom I owe a huge debt of gratitude because he really helped propel my beliefs in uh, the the sensible way of managing money that you just heard from Weston Wellington, uh, a man who uh, runs a, a, a foundation to educate people about money. Terrific speaker, really, really good friend for many years. Paul Merriman. Hi, Paul. Don, great to be with you back on the radio. I, I, how many years ago were we in the in Colorado? attic? In the attic of in, your in, Colorado the home. The attic on Caramillo. How many? 35? Yeah. 35 yeah. years yeah, ago. That's... Dude, we've gotten old. <laughs> what the heck happened to us? You were very fast then. Uh, you still uh, are. No, you still no, are fast. No, 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 no. Am I fast, Debbie? No. Am I fast? Yeah, <laughs> fast. If, if she <laughs> has to ask, then. Yeah, no, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Uh, Paul. Yes. What's up? You know, I'm just having a ball. I mean, I had a chance to come here and talk to 300 people here, plus another 400 people out there oh, on the Internet. Mm -hmm. And I got to talk about about enough. And and uh, okay, explain to me what do you what do you mean? You got to talk? You just got to talk enough? Or what's I never enough? get to talk enough. No, I. Uh, it's about how much money we need. Oh, how much to is enough? Need our I mean, enough is a very big uh, word in our language. How much? Enough education, enough vitamins, enough exercise, and uh, and there's a lot to know about how we end up having enough money when we need it and the good news is is that with a little education anybody can and they've got to be able to save they got to yeah, be able oh, to save yeah you're not going to have any money if you don't save that's right but but if they've got that there are smart steps to take that lead historically to good outcomes and that's what we want to help people understand how do you determine what's enough though well, I mean, there's a formula. They say, oh, there is a formula. Yeah, oh, of course, there there's a, a formula. formula. 
the formula is uh, you want to have enough so that uh, 4% of that number equals the amount that is your cost of living that you've got to underwrite in retirement. Or Minus Social Security. Well, I mean, is that in the formula? That, that okay. is in the formula. Yeah. So really, what the, enough enough is figuring out how you can get to the point of relative comfort, income wise, in retirement. Well, and it also takes into consideration yes, that, but you also have to take into consideration inflation, and 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 so, and the reality is, if you really want to be a student of this, people don't take 4% every year. We spend more when we're younger in retirement, mm -hmm. and we spend less in the middle years of retirement uh, when we're not unhealthy, but slowing down. So and, and the, then we get expensive after that. Then we, then we get because of health. Because of health. Yeah. The 4% you're talking about, that's that, that research is based on the 4% rule that we hear, which is a rule of thumb, right? Right, and and it, it means that most people who do that will likely, probably, have enough money. Of course, the assumption is that person is going to live probably 30 years, I mean, depending on when you retire. What about the thing that we've talked about for many years? Instead of taking the 4% the plus inflation rule, the whole idea of, of being flexible and saying, I'll be flexible and have a good year some year and bad years others. Is that workable? It is. The, the way it is most workable is when you've actually saved more than it. Ah, you get to more than enough. We're talking with Paul Merriman. We're only going to have him for another minute because he's going to go listen to Weston. But uh, hopefully we can get him back over. Tom and Don are talking real money. In medicine, a second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high-pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost, no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm not as good as Weston Wellington, but I'm Don McDonald. Paul, he just scurried out of here. He's like, I'm going to miss Weston. He runs out, and he's 80. I mean, to see him run, it was pretty impressive. Uh, you now have me. You have my total attention. So if you have questions, now is the best time to call with them to 855-935-TALK because right now everybody is listening to Weston Wellington at RetireMe, probably including a lot of people at home who just signed up to watch his presentation after the interview. <laughs> but Paul did want me to offer you something. Would you like something for free? Paul has something for free. 
go to paulmerriman.com, okay? And then scroll down the page, and you'll see on the left-hand side, it says, we're talking millions. Paul will give you, you can buy this book if you want to pay for it, but he'll give you a PDF version or the audiobook version, brilliantly narrated, I must say, if I do say so myself, for free for nothing. And th this really is a very good book because it's, it's some very simple, if you follow this book, you're going to, and particularly if you're, this is such a great book for younger people. Give it to your 20-somethings, your 30-somethings, because if you do this when you're young, he's literally talking about, with not a lot of money, getting to over a million dollars in your portfolio and how easy it is to do if you follow some simple ideas. And they're very simple ideas. Not the only sensible ideas, but these are simple, sane ideas that actually work or should have worked in the past and we think probably should work in the future. So uh, go to paulmerriman.com and check that out. If you want to go to Retire Meet or sign up for the for the future version of it, go to retiremeet.com. It's a lot of dot-coms. And, uh, and you're invited to join me right now. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. You know, it's funny. We, we, we've talked on and on about the fact that index funds have soundly outperformed actively managed mutual funds, the kinds where somebody is trying to predict the best segments of the economy, the best time to be in the market, the best stocks for the future, They're trying to predict the future. And they've done miserably well. I mean, miserably poorly. They've done miserably, not well. Until, oh, wait, Tom's here. Hey, I'll save that speaking for you in a minute. Anymore. Yeah, speaking of misery. Oh, you did bring the five-hour energy, though. Nope, nope. No, is it gone? No, there's still there's still a little bit of that left. Oh, i got to turn you on. There's still a little five-hour. Oh, there's five-hour energy right there. That's what I said. You just brought oh. the five-hour energy. And it's empty. It's not going to do me any good, so dang it. Oh, darn oh. it. Well, joining me for the show, the co-host of it. I know you forgot who he was over the course of the last hour or so. Paul Paul Merriman was here. Yeah, you, Weston Wellington was here, and now Tom. There's a certain word I could use about you, but what? I'm not going to use it because basically everybody oh. that showed up has been, you know, your new partner. So whatever. they've been so good. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Anyway. Well, did you hear? No, I I've been out introducing Weston, sorry, and but Beth McDaniel, everybody else. This could doing be the, the real hot, work. This could be the hottest podcast we've ever done, okay. and you weren't even here. <laughs> that would not be a surprise. To say the least. So, uh, so, so, t give me your. You've been. I haven't been in the room listening. Tell me what's going on. Talk to me about the show. The retirement. Retire yeah. I think. Um, I mean, I've had more compliments today than we've ever had from people. Ever. I mean, more people have come up and said this. There's been people that are not the money-oriented person in their life and said, "This is great." This isn't my focus in my life, but this has been really good. That's one. I've met more people from out of town that are here. We got oh people from God. Tulsa. We've got people here from South Carolina. We got people from North Florida, um, all over the country, uh, Arizona, California. Mm -hmm. So that that's been memorable. You know, the other thing is, frankly, um, even when I hear these people, I've heard all these people speak. 
I always learn something new. There's always something like, ah, I forgot that. Or, you know, and, and I'd still, and I'll say it again, I love the energy of people like Paul Merriman. To me, it's like he got up and went, and I was like, dude, you're 80, but you're just still cranking it out. So. Yeah, but that was that was the next three months' worth of energy. That was it. I was saying, yeah. he's no he good until June he again. He expended all the reserve. <laughs> I see. There's right. nothing left <laughs> in okay. the tank. Maybe he's true. Emptied out. You and I may be in the same spot, I'm, my friend. So. I can actually can tell you right now, I feel in the years. Yeah, it, it's harder. When I did this 10 years ago it with you, much easier. I had nonstop energy. Yep. It has now stopped. It's tougher. There's no question. I'm so. nearing the end, and yet we still have to do a Q and A. I know. You know, end. and here's the other thing. But and I'll I like know this is going to pain you more. Maybe. What? We're probably going to have to do this again. The show. The really? retirement. Yeah, because we have 350 people here. We've got 400 people online. So you know, the powers that be will probably say, yeah, "Do it again." Do it. Probably doing it. So yeah. Anyway, can, can, it's harder can, on you because you got to come all the way across the country to do it. And yeah, your lovely can, wife Debbie has to come with you, and the can, dog, and all that can stuff. Can I so. make a virtual of me? No, we just use AI, Don McDonald. Yeah, so, that's okay. AI me. AI me. I'm okay with that. In fact, I'd be okay with that forever for everything. But I don't know. Others may not. I don't know. <laughs> it's so. just going to record me, just, and then I can use the virtual. Put me. the voices on there, and I'm okay. So, what's so. your big? What was your biggest lesson from the all the people you heard today? What was the thing you listened to, and you went? That resonated. That was wow. That's powerful. Um, I mean, you know, I just heard from Beth McDaniel, who painfully reminded me of a few things about wills and trusts that I forgot. Which I yes. You know, you, you do your fight. You do them. your you do your plan, and then it's like, well, like she said, you just check the box. No, it's not. You got to review the stuff all the time. You got to make sure it still fits your family situation and laws change, and that's probably the biggest. We all think we all just want to check the box on stuff like that and say, "I'm good till I die." But no, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. You got to keep looking at it. That's probably one big takeaway. But by looking at it, you, do you mean may have to be changed? It all the time? Things may have to change because mm -hmm. your life situation has changed, or the money. I mean, I'll give you one example. You and I have a certain investment that's gone up much more in value than I had thought. Was in part I, of my estate, but and it's in a private investment. But it's a private investment. But right. the value of that when I used to, when I looked at my estate. A long time ago, it, it it's gone up so much that that's changed where that needs to be and how that needs to be taken care. Of. It's kind of just, I'm I'm not explaining this well, but the bottom line is that is is worth a lot more today than it used to be. That has changed my estate plan some. That kind of thing. So we and we haven't had really that kind of discussion in a while. No, it's been a few years. I mean, the only I feel bad because I was going to cover long-term care but I ran out of time, uh which we probably should bring back next year, I guess, because it's such a hot topic. Well, so. we only have so much time and it's shocking because the retire meet runs for hours. I know. And yet every conversation or every presentation is 30 minutes except for Weston. And I feel bad. I mean, I honestly because I feel bad for the people that come because I think I'll, and we don't have very many people in here today because I think they feel like if they leave the main room they're going to miss something. There's an aspect of that, and oh, they need I to be there all the time. I am not feeling bad no, I just, because I, I don't yeah. have a huge throng of people here. I mean, two and a dog. Well, after Debbie, it doesn't matter, really. Two and a dog. I two love and that. Dog two and a dog. They, that's kind of the history of my broadcast career, but not yours so much. But um, anyway, I always was happy with two yeah. and a dog. Two and a dog. Uh, but so, yeah, I think that big takeaway, there's, there's been others. I think, you know, Weston's got some great stories about market behavior and how people screw it up and what people said had to happen. I mean, I just heard him talking about the blockchain, how that was going to change everything, and it apparently hasn't changed everything. 
despite what people keep telling me, I just don't get what they're telling me. Hey, the number here is 855-935-TALK. We're uh, over at Maidenbauer Center doing this show. I'm Don. Tom's over there. And we hope you'll stop by for a few minutes if you get a chance. 855-935-8255. Your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yep, we're at Retire Meet. Every year we're at Retire Meet. For 10 years now we're doing Retire Meet here at Maidenbauer Center. Well, we didn't do it every year at Maidenbauer. We did it one year somewhere else. But. Yeah, it was a hotel somewhere. I can't remember now. Well, and then we did it in yeah. Everett one time. We did it in Tacoma one time. Yeah, Someone was Somebody's here that went to Tacoma one. They're like... Can you bring that breakfast back? That was really good. Yeah, I mean, that no, was a mistake. No, that was a mistake. No, we can't breakfast. bring that one back, so we're not paying for that. Sorry. Uh, before you got here, I was just going to mention the uh, the incredible story that was in the New York Times recently. about We talked about how active, and Weston and I were talking about it, how active management hasn't shown any outperformance, that an active manager is not better than just buying an index or some sort of a passive strategy. Yet... In January, hope springs eternal. I'm no, getting. it's not yeah. just hope. Oh, it's fact. Oh, an entire month. Managers beat Ooh. their indexes on average in January. What do you think of that? I, I'm going to move all my money from those stupid indexes that just being average is not good enough, and buy some of the stuff that's making a lot of money. But and I'm going to do it yeah. soon. There are a lot. There have been a lot of headlines about this because for some reason. Some of the industry thinks this is a big story. I get. Let me guess why. Uh, let's see. There's a word, cheesecake, right? I think that's the word we use. Speaking of which, yeah, we because we talked about Weston's original presentations, the one he did years ago. Yeah, the investment it used to be called investment, investment cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I explained the whole story about why we have to say cheesecake. Yeah. Well, whether or not that's legit or not, I, should we okay. should we pay any attention as investors? To occasionally, the the, the active, occasional uh, uh, the occasional outperformance of stock pickers and market timers. Well, let me ask you another question. So, you know, when you're looking at the weather, for example, and you hear that it might snow a little bit tomorrow night, should you move to another city? Yes. You should. Yes, you yeah, should. should. We, we'll, we'll get be back a, to Orlando. We will get back to Orlando <laughs> as soon if it's going to snow. We're out of here. We're out of yeah, here. Okay. I just uh, blow my analogy. I, then, yeah. I forgot mm. what it was. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but we do have a call. Okay, go. 855-935-TALKS, our phone number, and Kevin is there. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the program. Hey, guys. I'm calling in. So, first of all, great uh, live stream today. I've been watching off and on trying to see patients in the hospital and watching the live stream. It's been really, really good. But awesome. Wait, wait, wait. You're a doctor in the hospital and you're yeah. watching the live stream instead of taking care of the people that need you? Is that what I'm hearing? With fairly, it's not really busy. I'm just on not call. really. Okay. Well, the really part concerns me a bit, but go ahead, doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I had to laugh because I, y'all are killing me with the bromance with Dave Ramsey. So I, I want to call in. I, I love listening to you guys dig on Dave Ramsey, so I have a great time listening to wait, that. Wait, wait, you don't think I Dave love Dave? Here. I love, no. I like. I Dave picked Dave. on him earlier today pretty did hard. Really? I did, because what I said was, oh, and, and thank you, doctor, for raising this, and we'll give you time for the question. What I said about Dave was the same thing I say about Susie. 
they are not practitioners. They can say anything. They, they have no clients. They can say anything they like. So Dave tells you, sure, take 8% a year out of your portfolio. Well, it doesn't matter because he doesn't have any clients that are going to do that. He just has the public that may or may not follow advice. Susie Orman saying the 4% rule is dead. Well, that doesn't really matter because she's not actually managing money. We act, I can't get up and say that because the SEC will get mad at me, but also because we have people relying on that opinion that we really manage money for. It's a difference. Oh, I agree. And he drives me nuts. And we, we do listen to him. I love the fact he's about getting rid of debt, but some of the other stuff yeah. drives me batty. But but the other part, Don, you got to come up through uh, East Tennessee on your travel. Actually, that's one of our uh, potential routes. What? Give me give me some specifics because I love East Tennessee. Well, I would I would go up. I'm I'm originally from the Chattanooga area, so I would oh I love Chattanooga. We and, go through Chattanooga yeah, all the time. Yeah, hit, uh, Knoxville, oh, yeah. love Chattanooga, Knoxville. Signal Mountain, look yeah. Lookout Mountain, Signal Mountain. Oh. All those areas. And, as correct. a matter of fact, on our on our one of our lists of places to look at to potentially retire, Chattanooga was on that. Oh. Um, Love it's a fabulous place, and yeah, we've got a place down there. But but I got a serious question because I know other people probably want to get in. No, and, they don't. And Tom, but it's this okay. Really goes. Yeah, that's all right. Tom, this may go to you. So I actually retired from a biotech company up in Bothell and just got bought out by huh? Pfizer not too long ago. I'm sure you you know which one. But, I do. But here's the here yeah. Here's the thing I'm struggling with. It, I'm I'll tell you what, to Kevin, Kevin, oh, hang, oh on to, hang, hang on to your question for just a sec. We just have to, I mean, we got to take this bottom of the hour break on time. We'll be right back to you in a minute. 855-935-TALK is our number. Don't go away. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. There was a strange wave in the time-space continuum that somehow brought Tom and me together in the same room. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I never really thought about that. How did I end up Ooh, here? Wait, transported. Are you? Oh, my God, he's go. real. That's, I'm feeling oh, better. Oh, he's not digital. I don't no. know what to do. <laughs> well, uh, just... Uh, Let's just talk to Kevin. Kevin's okay. got a question for you, not me, because I'm freaked out He's taking out now. time out from his medical practice. Hopefully nobody's languishing, and he's uh, joined us here on Talking Real Money. Hey, Kevin. Yeah, hey, guys. So it, just a quick way, and, and Don, it is for you as well, but just okay, on knowing kind of the, the, the buyout, everything from the biotech company, I, I'm looking at how the dollar cost average roughly $5 million back into the market and not really sure a timeline or any recommendation you might have. I don't want to do it all at once, but is there a percentage you would do over like each month? How would you, how would you dollar cost average that amount of money? Into how the old are you? 62. And how long until you, you plan on using that money? Uh, I don't know that I will ever use it. I've got a net worth of, of about $15 million I, I, I have a question for you, know. Kevin. Yeah. Why do you want a dollar okay. cost average it in? Well, I just, I, I don't know, Don. I, I thought that might be the right way to no, do it. The only, time, it all in. the only time to me the dollar cost averaging makes any sense is as a disciplined method of investing money as you earn it. 
if you have a lump sum of capital, we do not know whether stocks will go up or down tomorrow or the next year or two. But we do know that in the past, 75% of years and months, by the way, and months have yeah. an upward bias. So if you put it all in today, you have a 75-25 chance of ending up in better shape quickly. And the only thing I would argue, which I think is absolutely spot on, if I had $5 million today that I wasn't going to spend that was going to be left to somebody yep. else, that would be all in. Yeah. And it might even be in riskier assets because right. that but would I hope would be, make more. I would be all in no, no matter what my portfolio ended up being. I would be all in right away. Yeah, and, and so then your, your determination at that point is going to be what is your overall stock-to-bond ratio you're simply plugging these parts into it to fit that stock-to-bond ratio, which is designed for how much risk you want to take, how soon until you need the money, and how much you're trying to make on that money. The rest of it doesn't and matter. And how disciplined you are yeah. about that money and keeping it in there. You know, the psychology of how you invest it is so critical, as we talked about earlier. I think you should be a client. Well, I God, think yeah. Don should talk to you when you're down in Tennessee. Yeah. Where, <laughs> no. Well, I'll... I'll buy you cocktails, Don. Oh, all right. Hey, sounds like a deal. Okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, but no, you you, you really should get it invested, Kevin. And I I will. I just okay. I wanted to pick your brain on it, but I appreciate the in, the input and the time. Thanks, guys. Thank you, sir, Wait, very much. Debbie just left. Did, can she do that? Can she well, leave the show? I don't. She's what? not part of the show. You are. I know. But and she, you left the show earlier. I, well, I had to leave. I had work to do. And this is your one work? guy now. One is he related to like Debbie or something? Why is he? I still think here? it's because his wife's in listening to Weston and taking notes. So okay, he's doing uh, the breakout session. We're gonna have to give him something for hanging out for the here. rest of the crowd in there. He's gonna report back to them later and tell them how bad it was. Yeah, <laughs> you did the right what thing. What a horrible See, experience I, that was with Tom and Don. Bad, bad decision moving in here. Yeah. Okay. And if you would like to put a question to either of us, you can absolutely do that. Just. Call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And for any of you who are looking for, when you get to a certain point in life, as we talked about with our guests, you are likely going to need some help. And we want you, we're not saying you have to hire us. We want you to hire the right help. And to do that, what you need to do is learn how to vet that help. How to vet a fiduciary fee-only advisor and we give you all kinds of wonderful resources for nothing at talkingrealmoney.com slash help just go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help there's some interview forms and lists of different companies and how much they charge and whether they're fiduciaries or not fiduciaries just a lot of good information so that you can make a better decision so check it out at talkingrealmoney.com anytime as a matter of fact talkingrealmoney.com is a great place to go if you want to set up a meeting with one of our advisors for free literally free no obligation no high pressure sales pitch they just talk to you nicely they better talk to you. Yeah, they do. And by the way, thank you. I should have mentioned this earlier, but thank you, Kevin, for the kind comment about the live stream from Retire Me 10. It's nice of you. And it's still going on. It is. So yeah. give us a call right now, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 for some of the most important conversation on the radio. Tom and Don are talking. 
Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. It's the one show a year where I sit in close proximity to Tom without 3,000 miles of cable between us. I'm Don. Tom's there. This is Talking Real Money. You're there. Thank you for being there. We hope you call us if you have a question because we like answering them. I, I'm noting some hives on the side of your neck. Is that from the proximity thing or what? what is that exactly? God, Doesn't look too, it's growing. It's kind of coming up into your ear there. You're contagious. And, okay. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. So, Some weird so Pacific Northwest sure disease that, that I caught. <laughs> kind of like, what was that? What year was that when we came I, We came out here and then I brought COVID back to Florida? Yeah, that was kind of you, right? Yeah. The spread. No, that was uh, 2019. No, 2020. We literally did retirement and then COVID just went boom. And the first case we were doing retirement, Seattle. it yep. was here. I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Let's not talk about those horrible things yep. from the past. That was a depressing time. Indeed. 855-935-TALK is our telephone number. And Beverly, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I have a question. I'm a retired teacher, and I've saved a lot of money over the years to be able to do some traveling now. And so I have an IRA, and I have deferred compensation, and I have a savings account. And I'm just wondering, is one a better one to be taking money out of first to travel? Well, the I'm, order of withdrawal yeah, question. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, here's the thing. Uh, the, if, if you didn't, do you have enough in savings in kind of cash to pay for what you need for your first trip or second trip? Uh, well, I have plenty of money to just pay my regular expenses day to day because I have retirement coming in. Yeah, but he's asking like, do you have an emergency, now, like an emergency fund yeah. where you keep liquid capital for the next year or two? Okay, then this is a no-brainer because what you always want to do is let those tax-qualified accounts continue to grow, right? Because the IRAs, the, yeah, the Roths, the 401ks, those deferred are the, yeah, comp. the deferred comp. And by the way, if you're retired, I might be tempted to move the deferred comp into my IRA so I have one pre-tax account. Um, but yeah, then and on the savings, you're, the only tax you would pay there would be hopefully a long-term capital gain, which should not be huge. If it's actually in savings, there shouldn't be much shouldn't to it. shouldn't be any. Yeah. So, so yeah, you would want to pull from those things first. Then second would be the qualified counts like IRA, et cetera. Have to, I'm don't sorry? Don't I have to start taking money out of the IRA? What year were you born? 52. So, yeah, you're going to need to start taking it out at 73. 
Yeah, so next year I'm going to have to start taking money out of the IRA anyway. So yeah, the, the, then, the then, then, then that would be the first money that, in that case, if you are to your required <laughs> minimum distributions, then the first money must be the required minimum distribution, and that would be from where you would draw for your first trips. If there is extra needed, number two then would be withdrawing from your taxable account, your brokerage accounts, followed by your IRA, followed by a Roth. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, and, and then the, the withdrawal that first year is going to be about three and a half percent of the account value. Um, and then, as Don said, but in a general sense to anybody who's drawing, if you don't have to take the money out of the qualified account, it makes sense to spend down the savings, sort of taxable money first, then the qualified and then last always we think should be the Roth, which apparently is not a case here. So does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like I need to start with my IRA, and then. If, yeah. If it's an RMD, out. if it's an RMD, you start with your RMD, then you go to the brokerage, then you go to the IRA again. Perfect. Okay. Thanks. Thank you very much. It the reason it's important is because of that huge value of tax deferred, or in the case of a Roth, tax free growth on growth. You're growing on money that you're not giving to the government yet. And in a general sense, the long-term capital gains rate should be somewhere about like 15%, depending on your income. Um, and in a general sense, the rate of taxation on your uh, income, like 401ks, those kind of things, is usually a little higher than that. So in that case, then you're going to want to draw from the thing that where you have to pay less tax, if, unless, again, as you point out, you have to take it out for that required minimum yeah, distribution. Then it has to come yeah, out anyway. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, think about it for a minute. If you have $10,000 that is going to eventually have to be paid to the feds, yep. somewhere down the road, you're going to have to hand them $10,000 in taxes. However, they're saying, leave it in your account, making 5%. Leave sure. it in your account. Yep. Well, now you're getting $500 every year that most of which you get to keep. So that's extra money to you just by waiting. You yeah. can do anything special. You just wait. And the only exception to that would be if you're charitably inclined and you want to give money directly ah. from the IRA, a, a qualified charitable distribution, QCD, where you're taking the money right out of that IRA, giving it to a charity, then you do not have to pay tax on that. So it's a great way to... It's the only way, I think, if you have qualified money to be charitable, because then you don't take the income from that. You're simply handing that money to the charity you wish. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's great to do that, both for, for you and for the charity, in, in lieu of the RMGs. Exactly. Because you're going to have to do it anyway, so you pay less, and they get the money sooner for doing the good things that you believe they do. You're not giving money to a charity because you think they're going to mess it up. You're giving it yeah. to them because you think they're going to do good with it because you have a passion for whatever it is that they do. So give them that opportunity to do it sooner than later if this is money you're not going to need. I think that's spot on. So thank you for the call. And uh, I, this, is, this is the generally first operative question we get from people retiring. How do I generate income and where should it come from? Yep. It, it always seems to come up. Uh, followed immediately by how about the portfolio? What should I own in the portfolio? And it starts with going back to saying, what you really need is a plan because then once you have the plan, we you already say know that, that so. over and over I know. again. I know. But there's a reason for it. Most investors just 
look for the place to put their money. I know. First. They don't look for the plan. They look for the place. The place should be last on your list. And did you see who just showed up here? Ricky? Ricky. Ricky Tackdall is the person that really puts all this together. We sort of just show up. Oh, thank you. She does all the heavy lifting. we got Ricky back because she's so yeah. good at this. She and, and there was a night this week where I woke up and was thinking, I, we don't have the clicker. It was at 2 in the morning. We don't have the, we clicker, move the slides. By clicker, yeah, the Tom slides. means the little remote control yeah, the for remote the slide, for the slide shows. And I was, I was sitting there. And so then I started thinking, well, should, do I call or do I call? Do I go into Amazon or do I have to Best Buy, blah, blah, blah. I got in the office at 5 a.m., sent Ricky a note saying, oh, my God, we don't have the clicker. She wrote back about 5.10 and said, I have the clicker from last year and I have extra batteries. She even lives your hours. <laughs> so thank goodness, Ricky. And thank you for all your uh, hard Ricky, work. Ricky, I want to ask you a question from way back there. Um. Is it unusual for Tom to worry about things before an event? Yeah. I'm used to it. No, I'm used to it. So. No, it is. You, he was a wreck about everything. Not you everything. Were. Oh, you were too. I'm trying to think. Goes, there had to be a few things I well, wasn't Will the radio about. show work? Will we be able to? What? You want him? Oh, I guess time's up. So God bless. Well, you've got, he's got six minutes. All right. Seven. Oh, he's ending early. <laughs> Never fails, right? Run! I'll run! 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 All right, I'm losing my uh, I'm losing my my uh, co-host because Weston ended early. Oh well. Hey, give us a call. Eight five five nine three five talk is the number. That's eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Every Saturday we get together here on Northwest News Radio in Seattle. And then we turn this into a podcast later. So you you can uh, and you can also ask questions at talkingrealmoney.com just by clicking on the contact forms. We have lots of ways to communicate and converse with you, but this is the live one, 855-935-8255. Your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We're getting near the end of the live performance here at uh, the live show. <laughs> live performance. I guess it was a performance. Here at the Maidenbauer Center during Retire Meet 2024. This is our 10th annual Retire Meet. And uh, we are so appreciative to all the people who have participated. And uh, we're... Earlier in the hour, we were talking a little bit about how actively managed mutual funds finally, finally had a month in which they outperformed just index funds. Well, just recently, Morningstar published a, uh, a, a study on active funds versus passive funds. The, the amount of money that, that is up until 2013 or so, 2012... More money was going into active funds than passive funds, managed mutual funds. Over the past 10 years, the, the chart, the, the, the whole thing has changed, has flipped upside down. And now active funds are the underdogs. They are the place where fewer dollars are going. Passive funds, index funds, ETFs, they have the largest inflow of money. And that is a trend that has not just started, it has accelerated. The difference uh, is absolutely huge. People are finally getting the message that owning the market is better than trying to time the market or pick 
the right market. And that's a lesson that has taken decades for us to learn. And I hope it's one that's not lost to you. There is no value in somebody trying to predict the future for you. It does not work and it cannot work. What's wonderful is that we finally realize that the obvious is true. There is no way to know the future. And so uh, just on the market, buy the whole thing. I mean, if, you're not, if you don't do anything else with your portfolio, get a diversified, way, way well-diversified portfolio of U.S. and international stocks. And that's an area where most of you fail is the international side. You want the international side of your portfolio to be 40 or 50% of your stocks. You don't want it to be small. You want it to be big. I know right now... U.S. has done better, but that can flip on us. And in the past, it has flipped. So you want to put the odds in your favor by just buying the market, then owning enough fixed income, whether it's bonds or laddered CDs, to reduce the volatility to a point where you can remain comfortably invested. And that, friends, is part of the reason why we insist that everybody has some semblance of a plan, even if it's not a really complex financial plan that you spent $1,500 for. I mean, you could do that, and th those are great. But even just some notes on a piece of paper that you do, this is how much I have, this is how much I need, this is how much risk I can take to get there. That's the beginning of a plan. And if you need a little help getting that put together, we will provide that help. We want to make sure everybody has an edge over Wall Street. And this is your only edge, is by being average. So set up an appointment to meet with one of our advisors here at Appella Wealth. It's easy, and it's free, and there's no obligation, and there's no high-pressure sales pitch, and I promise. You just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com, and then click on that button that says Meet an Advisor. Thanks for being there. The opinions and views expressed on this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. And the lawyers get richer.